I'm not around for this, but a couple minutes later, I just feel two gallons of water get dumped on my head oh, from the second floor. Oh, no. <laughs> the girl on the second floor dumped a bucket of water out the window onto my head. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I go on stage 30 seconds later soaking wet. Soaking wet. Thinking it's going to be funny. And everyone was just like weirded out. They're like, why is this guy so wet? I'm like, the girl just dumped water on me. And I'm like, this is not part of my bit. I'm not like the wet comedian. I'm like, before I go on stage, I'm like, oh man, can you believe it? Yeah. This truck just drove through a puddle. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Hi, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis, and joined as ever uh, by Julio Gallarotti. Let's go. He's here, and uh, you're looking fresh. Thanks, dude. Looking fresh as a daisy. Dude, so a couple things. First of all, th- now we have this new studio set up, which is great. But like last time, not last time, like uh, over the past couple episodes, I was like sitting like this for a while in like sort of tighter pants. Yeah, I, I've, I'm, I, this is a very good comment. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm with you. I'm self-conscious about it. Dude, somebody messaged me being like, yo, they did you dirty with this angle. And it's just like all up in my shit and it just looks really like, and I'm like, dude. Fucking A. It's tough. <laughs> There's no flattering way to sit in tight pants as a man facing the camera. With your fucking crotch out. With your... Because it, it's not as though it accentuates your bits and pieces. <laughs> your B's and P's. In dude. a nice way. It's not that picture of the game in his spandex. <laughs> this big old trouser snake outlined for all to see. It's more like... Uh, hose. I don't know. It looks like we took a dump in the front of our pants. <laughs> And quite, guys, uh, specifically, I don't think it was on one of our episodes. I think it was on somebody else's, if I ever recall. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. What well, dude, um, I let me think here. So <laughs> I just uh, I just took an Uber here and we were on the West Side Highway and the guy, you can tell immediately when you get into an Uber what type of ride you're in for. <laughs> what? what type of a driver you've got uh, and i mean his skill as a driver oh interesting and i knew the second i got in i was in for a stunt man in training <laughs> you know no regard for human life type of ride well i will say this like in new york there is less of a spectrum because it seems like they're more regulated you're more likely to get someone super professional i don't know specifically where you're going with this but like you're less likely to encounter a wild card scenario. Yeah, that's probably true. But this guy, I mean, you know what drives me crazy is when we stop at a light and they they do that thing where they stop and then they inch forward three inches and then stop and then they inch forward three inches and stop. It's as though they're trying to time right. a rolling start right. into the light turning green, which... Based on the NFL combine, we all know that a rolling start is illegal. Isn't that right, Chris? Yeah. 
False start. You can't fifty-five. When you're doing the forty-yard dash at the NFL Combine, you can't roll into that start. Right, right. You know, you got to go from uh, oh, right, right. static stillness. And yeah. so he was doing that. You know, he was accelerating quickly, and then we're on the West Side Highway, and he starts to gently merge into the the lane to the right, and all of a sudden, I am two inches from a car. Wow, my window. Because wow. he just doesn't see that there's a car right there. And he gets, I go, I had to go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I gave him one of those. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Five woes. Five woes. Dude, I know the exact woe. I climbed the yeah. woe ladder. The yeah. woe escalation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like whoa, 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 whoa. And then he, and then he like came back in and blamed the other guy. Of classic. And was like, uh, you know, fucking guy. I was trying to merge over and he just wouldn't let me in. I'm like, dude, that guy was there the whole time. That guy was already there. You know, you should know by my woes that I was watching. Those were watchful <laughs> woes. That wasn't a surprise. wasn't a whoa. I didn't catch that at the last second that the car. Right. I gave you. you we're getting closer. It was sort of like if you're backing up and you have the beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> that was it. It was the woes of that. That's good. I gave him approaching woes. That's good. And I'm like, you can't fucking tell me. That's good. That that guy wasn't there the whole time. So that's excellent. Uh, and then, right? There's something strange about coaching an Uber driver, right? I don't want to do it. It's not my job. I'm in the car to get to my destination, and I'm paying for an Uber because I want to relax a little bit. Life is hectic enough. Here's a little treat. You know, a nice $34 ride to work. What is the coaching that's occurring? Well, the woes. The woes. Okay. So, dude, one, one thing that I don't like, and some people that I know do it, and who knows, maybe they're right, but when they start criticizing the uber driver's route when he's just doing what it says yeah I'm i not ha- that guy. i hate that i'm not that Where, guy. why and like this i it, it it gives this sort of like 90s skepticism of cab drivers <laughs> yeah yeah it's like bro like he's just looking at the thing yeah your way is unlikely to be better this is a computer blame the software this computer knows more than you most likely exactly i i, I agree with that with that said, I have had Uber drivers that did not, they couldn't tell which way the software was telling them to go and made wrong turns. Right, right, And right. watching your GPS reset. That's brutal. And add four minutes is frustrating. Yeah, that's not good. You know, that happens once and then, man, I told you about that time. We Stress drove home from, from Newark and the guy took us on a merry tour of New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Dude. We ended up going through Staten Island. I mean, it was nuts. <laughs> but that's the way. Were you going to Brooklyn? Yeah, but that's like we, the way. To go. Yeah, but we basically got to Manhattan and then went to back <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. down yeah, yeah, to yeah, Staten yeah. Island. He fucked up because something was closed. Or something? I, I mean, no, he just couldn't read the arrows. I don't oh, know if he was God. seeing double. Oh or yeah, yeah, I remember this. Could, and you guys got in late too. We got in really late. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. And cool. my wife was doing that thing where she, you know, talks to me to blame him <laughs> out loud. Yeah, that thing where she's yep. like, "Does he realize that he's fucking up?" You yeah. know. Yeah, I have she, a bit about this. Like, I get in trouble for shit that I like. <laughs> yeah. I'm the nearest comfortable person to yell at. Right. So I, I take it on the chin. 
You, it's like being a whipping boy. Did you ever read yeah. that book, The Whipping Boy? Maybe. It sounds familiar. I don't even remember why. This was first grade. We had this book, The Whipping Boy. Check out The Whipping Boy, Ryan. <laughs> the story was there was this kid the who was... Boy. There was a petulant prince. Sounds right up Ryan's alley, yeah, by the way. A, a, a <laughs> yeah, prince. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, there was a the prince, I boy. think, who was very <laughs> petulant. He would... He was he was rambunctious and he would get into all kinds of horseplay and mischief and tomfoolery. But any time that he got into trouble, it was illegal to punish physically a prince, I think. You couldn't hit a, a member of the royal family. And so they had appointed for him a whipping boy oh, upon gosh. whom the lash would ravish its blows. And he'd have to watch, I think. And I'm say, sure he didn't give a fuck. No, of course not. <laughs> you can't punish someone by proxy. I mean, you could like I'd feel we'd feel bad about that. Yeah, but I don't think this whipping boy had the sympathy. Right. For Back that. in the day, there was too big of a divide between the haves and the have-nots. The have-nots yeah. were literally like animals, right? <laughs> to, to the princes. And I, I think that the way the story turned was that somehow the whipping boy and the prince traded places. There was some kind of swapping of identity and. Oh yeah! At that point, the whipping boy—they're uh, the prince, rather—understood the pain of being whipped. Is that is right? that like the prince and the pauper, or is this—that's like- that's correct? I have this right, by the way. I, this story was read to me <laughs> by my first grade teacher. And Eighty-nine it pages. That's a lot. Wow. Retention, bro. Yeah, impressive. That's crazy. You remember? What's yeah. it, what does it say? Um, well, your synopsis is, is spot on. The moral... <laughs> I'm happy about that. The moral of the whipping boy is that common ground and friendship can be established between people of different backgrounds, particularly when they are working together for a common goal. Interesting. So they do this, the place switching and yeah. they both get spent. Uh, that, that was not the moral I took when I was that age. <laughs> the moral I took was like, if you get rich enough, you can get someone else to <laughs> take your beatings. <laughs> can hire someone to get the shit kicked out of them for you. <laughs> Pretty nice. That's good, um, dude. Before we hop off this Uber thing, I got an Uber last week, and the guy was like, do you know a better way to get there? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like mad at me that, I did, that it Where was going to take this? long. That's so it annoying. was in Bushwick. Oh, it was in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wow. just like taking an Uber to somewhere else in Brooklyn. Dude, That's interesting. Like, I, I could see that why happening. Me? <laughs> That's like an L.A. thing to happen. It's a yeah. country thing. Right, right. But in L.A., like, they'll... People always complain about the fact that like Uber drivers will come from like, you know, 50 miles away and not know their way around. (laughs) And like that, this is sounding familiar to me. Yeah. Well, so we, we kept going, right? And now this guy, I got the sense that he was now thinking that I was critical of him because we then... Do you do you know on I think it's 26th Street there's a very strange road in Manhattan out of nowhere you have this cross street I think it's between 9th and 8th Avenue which winds you have one cross street and it's it's it it goes between housing projects Okay so it's like 26 or 28th But does street. it like does it like snake wind or you mean yeah, it like snakes. I know it yeah it's snakes Is it 26th Street It might it's either 26 or 28th but okay. out of nowhere, yeah, you just it. have a winding yeah, yeah. block. Yeah, I know it. That makes no sense. And I've always wondered why that's the case, but whatever. So we're on that, and there's scaffolding on the right side, out of which a caterpillar, one of those small tractors, one of those little ones that looks like it would plow a sidewalk, but not a road. 
Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it looks more like a street sweeper. For one guy. There's only one guy that can fit in those. Does it have the forklift Not a street sweeper. Smaller than a forklift. Okay. Sort of the Volkswagen bug of construction equipment. But does it have the forklift thing in the front? No. Okay, okay. But it could put a a little plow on there, probably. You could probably put a plow on there. You know what I'm talking about? No, not that. Yeah, that's closer. Yeah. That's closer. But it, it was one of those without the plow. Not that. That's too big. Yeah, that's too small. Is this one up there? A skid steer, a compact truck loader. That that looks about right. So one of those guys is backing out of a scaffolding area, and we're going and and driving. And that guy it certainly appeared to me the guy in the caterpillar did not see us coming, and I see him backing out, and we're getting closer. And I I went whoa. I gave him half a woe, and he immediately looked in the mirror, and he goes, what? Oh, wow. He goes, too many what? woes. You had woed him. Oh, I gave him too many woes. He was not, after the first salvo of woes, he had become very tired of my woefulness, mm. and uh, looked in the mirror, gave me one of those, what? Oh, shit. Like, are you going to try to, is there something wrong? I saw it, but I don't know that he did. Right, he was he was uh, like, all right, maybe I'll give him the first woes, mm. and now he was trying to act like you woe too easily. Yeah, and I folded he's like pushing a, back. I folded like an origami swan. <laughs> There's something about getting that look in the mirror. You know, he said what, and I went, oh, I wasn't sure if that guy could see us. Oh, okay. Mm, I see. School of defensive driving. <laughs> yeah, and then he didn't. He didn't respond. He just went back to driving. What a punk, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a testy ride in this morning. Testy, <laughs> I would say. But uh, um, that was my experience this morning. Just now. Well, dude, I had an interesting evening. So, oh, I didn't really do anything. Uh, Francis was trying to get rally me to have some cocktails. I did have one for the sake of the squad. I made Julio drink, That's which also, I mixed with a hangover. By the you way, you also you, because also I know that you had said you're committed to drinking every night until Christmas. I know. I, I, I ran out of steam. I ran out of steam. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I did five nights in a row, and then like including a Sunday night, and then Monday I was like, wow, I just like don't feel healthy. Yeah, and like not even like I was literally just starting to get sick. And it was just like, I was like, I'm done, I'm done. So you were drinking, I mean, it sounds like you were drinking hard every day. No, no. Okay, so let's think. We started Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, so I think I drank fairly hard Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, I I had to rally. Uh, And then Sunday, was I had like a couple. But it was like wedding. It was like when you go too hard at the rehearsal dinner, the way the the rest of the weekend feels. That was sort of my week. Yeah. Um, when you sent me that text, I got excited, though. Yeah. I said, Julio's really seeing the ball right now. Because you <laughs> said to me, you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink every night till Christmas. <laughs> and, and what did you say after that? You said something like, I'm not a bitch or something? Something stupid, nice. yeah. I'm not going to bitch out. I was like, I'm not. Well, this might take a while to get to find this. But I said something good like it that. It was good. It, was, it made me inspired. Um, <laughs> and, I, and therefore, I thought, I figured you were probably still... You know, crushing it, and therefore I wanted to join the train with you. I yeah. wanted to get, I wanted to hop on for a, a, a stop. 
Yeah, I know. Or I know. To, to join you for a leg of your quest. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, I'm glad you were able to take the torch yeah. you know, on, this, on this relay. I had such a stressful day that I just said, let me ask you this. Is it um, when you have a really stressful day and you say to yourself, I need a drink, mm-hmm. I need a drink. How bad is that? Is that bad that you're treating stress with booze? Probably. Huh. It's not great. The problem is that it works. Right, right. That's and the problem. It's, also, it's like a cliche, you know, like my, I, I think I've quoted this before, but like Michael Douglas in traffic, I just have one drink after dinner to take the edge off. Yeah, that's pretty good, Michael <laughs> Douglas. Um, but I always think of that. And what is that in reference to? Is he talking about how his daughter's a drug addict? I think I think the mother makes some comment about his drinking because he's like drinking a scotch and he hasn't yeah, been around or something. Right. And he's like undoing his tie while he says it type of and thing. And their daughter, meanwhile, is shooting heroin into her foot. The daughter's having a tough go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, There's such an amazing scene. There's such an amazing scene in that movie. What a movie. But that's a good movie. the movie, the scene where he's, 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 I think he's appointed like the drug czar of yeah. the, admini- the presidential administration. And he's supposed to give a big speech about the war on drugs, and he just completely kind of gives up and says, how can I do this? How can I have a war against my own family or something like that? Right, right. Yeah, that's a good scene. This is happening to our own children. That's a good scene. Yeah. Steven Soderbergh, good movie. You know what's essential right now, Julio? Uh, The hangobi essential beverage. That is essential. The essential elixir of life. Cheers, my boy. Wow, wow, wow. Boy, do we love this drink. This will get the juices flowing. I need one right now more than ever. Yeah, this one is, this is the most sort of like yoga lifestyle of the three. Mm. If you're really into sort of ginger, turmeric, cardamom, it really feels like a sweaty, well-stretched, in shape person who's too old to be that nimble. If you want to make an old lady feel good, cardamom. Is that is that what that's was that supposed to be? It's a joke to make a, a lady at a bar feel good because you ask her for ID. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. If you okay. want to make an old lady feel good, card a mom. I'm an idiot. I thought it meant give her a greeting card, <laughs> which does not work <laughs> well, anywhere near as well. Carter, Carter, Samashuganda mm-hmm. in here. Uh, last night when I was boozing, I actually uh, poured one of these with some tequila, and it mixed very very well. It reminded me of the kind of cocktail you would get in like Tulum or something. Yeah. Where it's like tequila, but it's also like mixed with stuff that's healthy. Yeah. Well, speaking uh, of healthy, rocks, man. you know, we, we uh, unfortunately, we found uh, a, a lump in Kojai recently. Oh, we, no. We had to have it removed. And afterwards, I shook hands with the vet to thank her. And you know what she still had on her hands? Kojai's blood? No, some of that, <laughs> some, some of that tumor ick. Oh, like the... Oh, you do, you dog, you dog. Some of that residue from the tumor. Yeah, the tumor I thought, egg. you know how they like they they use that iodine thing to mark the place they're gonna like cut into you. I thought yeah, that's your. Yeah. No, no, it's turmeric. Sunday Monday, dude. Yeah, Kill I it. wonder if there's one for ashwagandha. That's gonna take me more time. But uh, just doing some puns with the ingredients from the hangobi beverage, which we absolutely love. I fear that. Talking about dog surgeries and tumors is probably not going to make people want to try the beverage, but trust me, that's not what it tastes like at all. The Hangobi Essential is delicious. Julio, back to you. You're uh, better at uh, <laughs> telling them the good, the good yeah. benefits. Hangobi, it's great for 
Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, dude, this is what we do. Uh, get yourself some hangover, dude. Use promo code Oops I'm Hung for thirty percent off the total order. Uh, it's hangobi.com. They're in over 150 stores, spreading like wildfire. Hangobi.com, promo code oops, I'm hung, 30% off. Well, dude, the so this is the thing. Sometimes like I'll have that feeling in the reverse. Like if I have a really big stimulating day, I also am like, we should drink. Yeah, you know celebratory. I mean? That's probably better. But not even like like but I can get carried away. Not like carried away with that idea. Because it's like celebratory, yes, but it's also like, okay, anytime anything good happens. We can't yeah. just be there. It's it's like there's it down. I still okay, true, but I still think I've earned it is better than I need it. Yeah, uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. And I needed it yesterday. I needed it. They're versions of the same thing, but I do agree. You're like, oh man, this has been a tough day. I need yeah. a drink, right? So that happened to you yesterday. I mean, dude, it's happened to me too, and it'll happen in a much more like. Like much less exciting circumstances. Like I know what you did, yes, what you were doing yesterday. Yeah, I know what you did yesterday, <laughs> uh, and I know you were you were bouncing all over the place. So like I understand, you know. Julio is such a tempered person. Is such a level and steady force in my life that when I'm going through a car wash, I <laughs> tend to just call him. <laughs> I call you and let you know because you uh you soak it up. Doesn't seem to ruffle your feathers too much. And I wonder if that's a burden on you. So it's funny. He he always sort of leads with this. Like he's always sort of like wants to know that there is a possibility that he's overreaching by calling to chat. You always lead with that, which is just, you don't have to do that to it. Well, right. lately I've just been saying I've got one for you. Yeah. And you have I just to, start the call. I don't even say hello. One. I say I've got one for you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and you even, yeah. I think we should tell that story. I got one for you. Which the, one? The one I told you last, I think it was earlier this week. Monday. Yeah, Monday. I think it was Monday. I was driving home. Which, I mean, I remember. I called you. Yeah, I remember. But There's so much shit's been happening in my life that you probably can't even fucking No, what, can, you, can you refresh my memory? Yeah, well, I'll tell the story. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm driving home from the stand. It's late. It's 11 o'clock. It must have been, yeah, it's 11 o'clock. And I go through, uh, I'm driving down Bowery on the sort of Lower East Side of Manhattan. And I'm driving the speed limit, and I go through a green light oh, yeah, on yeah, House yeah. Street. No, this was last Thursday. Yeah, that makes sense. It was raining. Uh, it was raining, and I see a group of four people, and they're they've 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 come off the curb, and they're in the street, and they're sort of flailing around a little bit. They're not patiently waiting for traffic to pass so that they can cross. They were. Uh, almost looking like if you didn't pay attention and they weren't paying attention at any second, one of them could step out into traffic right. and you might hit them. <gasps> yeah. And, but they, I think they were drunk or whatever, but they were good looking people. They were well-dressed. They were dressed for a night out. The two guys were tall and handsome and the two girls were dolled up. And I could just tell this and I'm looking at them and the guy, one of the guys, as I'm about to pass, takes a glass bottle and underhand lobs it at my car. Whoa. And it's smashed off the Whoa. front of my car. It's crazy. Just threw it in completely intentionally at I, me. I'm thinking of like the guy from White Lotus, the British kid. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Eh. Yeah, but 
but, but he's not going to hit it in it. He's not going to hit it in it. That's pretty good. Yeah, yours was better. Hi. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. He. He. He saw. He. It was. He was timing it. He was trying to hit my car. So annoying. And it hit my car, and I pulled over. I pulled over about 20 or 30. I had to slow down so the traffic didn't hit me. And then I pulled over onto the side of the street that he was on. And I got out of the car. Now, I didn't. My plan was not to confront him when I got out. My plan was, did that really just happen? And then I guess I need to see if there's damage. How? Oh, so did you did you even look at the guy when you got out? Well, the problem was that when I got out. He had been watching me, and he saw me get out, and then he started walking towards me. Wow. Whoa. And that's when I said, Whoa. uh-oh. Yeah, like you said, if you get is out this, of the car, we've this, talked about this before. Is this real? We've this... foreshadowed this moment. If, you, if you're if you going to get out of the car, you got to be ready for shit to what, go down. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Just keep driving? Uh, You have to assume, okay. In this situation, a guy lobs a beer at your car. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes, you should be able to fuck this guy up if you wanted. It, by the way, but it, it might not have even been a beer. It might have been a, a, a quart of vodka. Yeah, intentional lob at the car. So, yes, you should fuck that guy up. However, what type of person does that to begin with? Someone who wants to fight. The type of person who is asking for trouble and either has found it previously or, and is looking to find more of it. Yeah. And I can't help but remember the, the stabbing story, which we've told on the podcast, where these guys that I knew got into it with a bad dude. He ends up stabbing one of the guys and he almost dies. Yeah. Now, was that worth it? Just let the guy take the taxi. Do you want to be in this situation where the guy goes like, fuck him up, baby? Like, you don't want to be involved with those kind of people. No, I know. So if my answer is, unfortunately, I may have stopped the car, too. Like the time where I pretended to record the people who were throwing M&Ms at my head and they surrounded me. (laughs) I realized when I got surrounded that that was a huge mistake. I was about to be beaten up by teenagers. Yeah. Uh, So I see why you did it. I probably would have done it too, but it was probably not the right move. No, I, I... Okay, so when I pulled over, I wasn't angry. I was more shocked and then thought... I think I thought I needed time to figure out what to do. And I also think that what I really wanted was a police officer. Mm. I think I really wanted a cop. And I'm sorry to sound like a little snitchy bitch. I'm sorry if I sound like a Karen. But when you're driving and someone throws a bottle of vodka and they're not, this wasn't a homeless guy. It wasn't a crazy person. It was just a fucking asshole. It was a, an entitled asshole. Because... I got out of the car, he started walking towards me, and almost like loosening up, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I have taken seven boxing lessons. Let's see what's up. That's it, and here we go, and I I was a little nervous, but then the girl he was with grabbed his arm. And sort of really pulled him back. Wow. And I, they're still probably 30 yards away. Okay. Um, and they then crossed the street. 
and then walk. I watched them this whole time. I'm standing outside of my car. And then they walked down the sidewalk. So they came closer to me, right? My Where I was. Parallel to me, right? On the other side of the street now. And they got in line at a nightclub and cut the whole line. They cut everybody that was in line. It was like probably 15 people in a in a mass, not a line outside. And they sort of just shouldered their way past them. And was, it, then, was it Katra? It was the Highlight Room. Okay. Do you know that place? Yeah, it used to be Vandal. That's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't, I didn't know it. Yeah. But get this. I watched them go in, and the fact that he cut all those people and then got in made me think, okay, well, clearly this guy has some kind of social status, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which may inform why he thought he could lob a bottle of vodka. Who, first of all, who's drinking that much booze in the street? Well, was it a vo- it was vodka? I don't know what it was. It wasn't water. No, I know, but you you said a beer initially, and then you said maybe it was a vodka. I just don't know what it was. I mean, it was. A, I think it was. It made a huge sound against my car. This guy sounds more like though of of those two groups of people who are skipping the line. There's like the people spending a lot of money, and there's the people who know the people running the party. He seems like the latter to me. It maybe. You know, yeah, I think he knew the dorm. He and knows so somebody. Yeah, he yeah. he goes in, and then he goes inside. I. Still, I'm trying to. I'm still looking for a cop because now I know where he is. Right. I know where he's gonna be for the next couple of hours, and I'm just wa- trying to find a police officer because nothing would make me happier than to walk into a fucking nightclub with a gaggle of cops. That's him. Like, That's the man. <laughs> That's the miscreant. That's Deal him. him justice. Take him away. Yeah, take him away, Johnny. <laughs> Watch him get cuffed, dude. And 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 uh, no cops were around, and uh, I wasn't gonna call a cop. So, dude, it's funny. Like I've had a similar experience to this, where I don't know if I've ever. To- I think I've definitely told this story years ago on the pod, maybe. But I was waiting to go on stage at barbershop, and I guess the the people who lived upstairs, who walked in by the way, and told some of the guys out front to fuck off. I wasn't part of this exchange. They had been annoyed previously about the noise, whatever. I barbershop is a comedy show, by the way. Yeah, run out of a barbershop. Out of a barbershop, Lower East Side. It's cool. Shout out to Ronnie. Mm -hmm. Um, so whatever. I'm not around for this, but a couple minutes later, I just feel two gallons of water get dumped on my head from the second floor. No, (laughs) the girl on the second floor dumped a bucket of water out the window onto my head. Wow, dude. Yeah, I was like, what? The fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I go on stage thirty seconds later, soaking wet, soaking wet, thinking it's gonna be funny, and everyone was just like weirded out. They're like, "Why is this guy so wet?" I'm like, "The girl just dumped water on me," and I'm like, "This is not part of my bit. I'm not like the wet comedian." I'm like, before I go on stage, I'm like, "Oh man, can you believe it? Yeah. This truck just drove through a puddle." <laughs> The wet comedian, dude. What a wacky bit. Yeah, they thought that that was my bit. So, dude, I called the police later in the evening. And I was like, da-da-da. I like knew. I was like, this is where it happened. Someone dumped a bucket of water. And the guy was like, dumped a bucket of water on you. Okay, got it. So what exactly do you want us to do? I'm like, are you serious? Apprehend this person. 
And they're like, sir, I don't know. It just sounds like maybe there was somebody who was drunk. Uh, and they didn't. They refused to do anything. Yeah. So it sounds to me like there's a chance that they would have been like, I don't know what to tell you, pal. Did you see? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there damage on your car? Right. Uh, sir, go home. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. And it's such a tough pill to swallow knowing that justice will not be dealt to that horrible anarchist. Yeah. And the cops are almost blamed. Like shaming you for calling them it's like well, bro what the fuck yeah we don't know we don't know if they would have but you're no, probably you right but dude okay snitching clearly the idea of snitching was just created by arch criminals yes to like be able to get away with their crime right you know what i mean now i understand there's one thing about going down with the group and then snitching to save yourself yeah that is like dishonorable behavior right i'll give you that right however if you saw somebody do something fucked up and you had nothing to do with it, how are you a snitch? Right. I agree. For wanting to get rid of that from happening. I agree. Yeah. I know. Listen, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. We're not in the mafia. <laughs> yeah, We're dude. not on the streets. Right. This isn't our corner. You know, it's not It's not like a, a betrayal of our, our creed. Totally. To invoke law enforcement <laughs> to right wrongs. I think that's what we deserve as taxpayers, but I'm sure I sound very Karen-y right now. The taxpayer thing always is funny to me. So we don't go there? I don't know, but oh, but this is where my money's going to. The guy who says that typically has contributed not too much of an I agree. To the, yes. You know what I mean? I agree. But, you know, I don't call the police. I really don't. I, I, I Have I ever? I'm not sure that I... Have you ever called? You said you did. I have a couple times. What else? I did that one time. The second time, I thought... I was like in high school, dude. I thought that somebody had like broken into my house. Like the deck door was open somehow. I don't know. And I like very quickly, I, I handled the mo the panic really easily. I, I walked downstairs to my girlfriend. And I was like, Hey, um, we need to go. Oh my God. I'll, I'll explain why later. Um, but we, we need to go right now. She's like, okay, we get in the car. I call the police. They come to the house and search the house. And like, they treated us so nicely, dude. Yeah. It was like crazy. They're like, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, so we don't see anything. Uh, I think you guys are good. Like, he didn't want to make me feel embarrassed yeah, for calling yeah, the police when yeah. nothing had happened. Right. Uh, there's that. And then the deer story, of course, <laughs> where the cop thought I was lying about hitting, hitting a deer. This is another old story. But he separated me and my friend and tried to, like, get the truth out of us. And we're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, well, this is what happened. We hit the deer. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Where were you? And we're like, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Did dude? the deer pay you? Yeah, I was being a dick. I was being a dick to the cop. And my dad's like, Julia, what are you doing? And the cop goes up to my dad, takes his glasses off. He's like, better question is, what was your kid doing out at 4 a.m. last night? You know what I mean? Oh. And my dad was like, oh. I was like, dad, you should have been like, fuck you is what he was doing. Yeah, it's none of your right. fucking business, dude. Right. Father, sheriff. Like, yeah. what is this, dude? Get the yeah. fuck out of my face. Sounds like sounds like those deer gave him a couple bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sounds like, sounds like he had a little dough in his pocket. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come on. That's good, dude. That is good. Take that, anus pod. Take that. Oh, man. We're having fun. That's real good. I just remembered, though, that I have called the police. A um, few, I think a few times. I, well, the one, the one we talked about was the guy breaking into my home. Oh, my God, dude. I told that story to some people the other night, and they were like, what what yeah i'm like yeah dude yeah waking up with somebody in your home is bad especially when you're naked dude it's you're so vulnerable <laughs> oh my god my dude, night totally. guard in 
You know, what, what, what are you doing in here? What are you doing here? What are you doing in here? Dude, that's in, you probably just looked like a monster in the shadows, <laughs> naked. Yeah, yeah. Man, no, that guy ended up dying. He died. That's an insane. That guy died. Yeah. And he was also in cahoots with your landlord. I that was that was the thought. Yes. This is like a some sort of horror TV show. Yeah, yeah. It's you know? good. It's a good some one. Sort of suspense thriller. I know we've told that story in the pod though. Everybody's so. in on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're rehashing some old memories. We're we're doing a greatest hits episode without even meaning to. Yeah, without it. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Eclipse episode. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Unless you have more about this. Well, I, I, to finish the Go story ahead. of what I did to this guy, I walked across the street and immediately I saw, crazily, I saw a doorman that I knew from yeah. back in the day when I used to go to places that had doormen at nightclubs, nightclubs or, you know, bars. And this guy, I don't know if he works at every single nightclub in New York, but I'm telling you, he has worked so many places that I've gone. He was the doorman at Rush Myers and Montauk. He was the doorman at Up and Down. He was the doorman, I think, at the one hotel in Brooklyn. They have a rooftop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen him so many times. He's the type of guy that like people have his phone number. His name's Benny. <laughs> you know, it's Benny, and he's always yeah. wearing a beanie, even in the summer. But of all the doormen I've ever met, he's the one who seems to be the least power hungry or d- seems to get off the least to his position of gatekeeper mm-hmm. um, and has worked at, you know, pretty elite places, I guess you'd say. But uh, I walked over and I was like, hey, I'm not even trying to come in. I immediately st- I started with that because he's <laughs> looking at me and I'm not wearing yeah, yeah. the type of clothes that would behoove me to gain entrance to this establishment i was wearing shit you know it was i had a shitty outfit on so i just cleared that up immediately i was like i'm not trying to come in uh this is what just happened one guy i watched come into your nightclub just threw a bottle at my car it's that car over there and he just walked in here and he the guy goes oh man that sucks <laughs> He goes, oh, really? That sucks. He goes, is that your car over there? And I was like, yeah, that's my car. And he goes, ah. And I said the guy was wearing a yellow, like, trench coat, a yellow raincoat. Like fucking... Fucking Paddington. Curious George or something. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but it was a long one. It was nice. And uh, he turned to the guy behind him and he goes, did a guy with a yellow coat just come in here? And the guy went, yeah. And I went, uh, he goes, all right, so uh, what do you want to do about it? Like, what do you want us to, what, what, what do you want to do here? And I was like, I don't know. I don't care that much. I realize there's not much to be done, but I just wanted to tell you for some reason. Like, I didn't know what I, it was stuck. Cause clearly they, that wasn't enough to have them go fetch him mm-hmm. and take him out. And I didn't even really want that. I want, I wasn't going to put my, not that I could put my foot down, but. He goes, all right, well, why don't you take my number and you can come in here anytime you want? And oh, I was nice. like, okay. Sweet. And then I just took his number down. And I'm like, why did I, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah, how do you even redeem that, dude? I feel like that's yeah. not redeemable. Hey, dude, uh, 
I'm the guy who like wasn't trying to come in the other night, but this guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but this guy fucked my car up. Hey, can I like come through tonight? Yeah, I've, I've got I've got six dudes, uh, <laughs> and we're we're hoping to come by. To I don't want to go to that nightclub. I don't even know if it is a good nightclub. Mm. Um, and I'm certainly, but and and I should never have taken his number down. Because then it made it seem like that's what I wanted. He was doing you a solid or something. As though I wanted, I was bringing this news to him and that the payment to me was special access to this underworld of New York nightlife. And I and I walked home being like, fuck, I should not, I should have been better than, that was my loss. Right. Was taking like, his good. phone number down. I'm good on your number, dude. Anyway, that was my story. But man, it bothered me and this was the second time in only a few days that the hairs that the scruff of my neck had stood on end and the blood in my body had poised for fight what was the other time the pool guy oh yeah little sass and i'm now concerned people are out here pressing you so dude it's funny because you're you're interesting like this because it doesn't take a ton to get you going in this regard, but also the then like some of the t- a lot of the time the stuff that happens is just like <laughs> nobody would be yeah it's it's easy to get you started but like you don't blow the fuse either well you can't because in that situation people would have like lost a lot of people would have like lost their shit on that yeah I I couldn't believe it it bothered me how nonchalant he was about throwing the bottle at my car. Because, as I said, it was an underhand lob, which may sound less bad, but was somehow worse. Mm-hmm. It was so casual. It was so nothing's going to happen to me as a result of this. If he'd thrown it overhand, I would have been like, Jesus Christ, that guy's crazy. Yeah. You know, he's mad. He's crazy. I don't want to be near that. But something about, yep, here we go. Let's have some fun with traffic. <laughs> Dude terrible the world is my trash can that's not good and and dude i i this is the thing right for probably i don't know i haven't the last fist fight that i was in was probably when i was 23 the montauk one nah, this one was a, on a ski trip pretty bad what haven't i told you that story oh, you did. i don't you did? even want to get into it i'm still ashamed of it okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I got into a fist fight on a ski trip in a, the lobby of a hotel late at night, and um, nobody got hurt. It was just like fucking crazy. We were throwing each other around. I've never heard this. Me right. versus yeah. two guys. We don't know this. You know that story? No, no. I thought there was one where you were like in the middle of the street in oh, Colorado. Oh, tell you right. This is I different. thought that was. Yeah. Oh, that one I was breaking up. Uh, that one yeah, I was yeah. proud of. We don't guys, know guys, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I said that. I think I just pulled the guy by the hood off, and then he looked at me, and I was with Wiley, and mm-hmm. Wiley's huge. Yeah. And he immediately just was like, oh, you guys are right. I shouldn't be doing this. And nice. to watch somebody wilt that quickly was strange. Mm. But anyway, Good for him. yeah, I got into a really silly fight in, <laughs> in the French Alps. <laughs> Nice. Wasn't even in the United States. Oh, really? Jesus. In some fucking hotel. But um, th- that was the last one. And since then, it 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 really had occurred to me: you shouldn't be fighting. Come on, what are you doing? This is so stupid. 
uh, and you, you know the consequences of fights going wrong are so high. It's not like the movies. You can't just punch someone and have them be like, <laughs> "What was the you know fight what, over? buddy? Fuck you!" And they walk away. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It's like, <laughs> oh, you hit me one time. Here comes a lawsuit. Right, right. Or, uh-oh, I just made that guy's head snap back and hit a fucking rock, and now he's got cranial bleeding, and I'm on the hook for hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, but you can't just sue people in, other, in Europe, bro. It's a different... Is it? Yeah. I'm going to sue you. You're not in America anymore, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Eastern Europe. Maybe Eastern Europe, but I don't know. I feel like France is pretty litigious. Um, anyway. So I had retired from fighting. I had mastered my emotions. And to all of a sudden feel in such short order after a decade of not feeling this feeling, um, of all of a sudden feeling like, oh, I'm about to be in a fist fight. Twice in the first time wasn't, wasn't like I'm about to be in a fist fight. It was like I would fight that guy. And then the second time was, truly, I'm about to be in a fist fight. Remember what you've learned, which is very little. Uh, it, it, it bothers me. I'm bothered by this. I'm bothered that I am, I'm ready to go. And I think the, the problem is that I did take a handful of boxing lessons. I think that was a mistake. Interesting. Because it made right, it's like me. If you have think, a gun, you're more likely to use it. Yes, exactly. I think it made me unlocked something in me that thought, oh, now you know. Was he a big guy? This guy was big. So if he kept approaching you and his girl didn't stop him, would you have been ready to throw down? Sounds like I maybe. really wouldn't have wanted to. Um, but if, what if he's like, fuck you? Or like, I would have said something like, why did you throw that bottle at my car? And I would have tried. I don't know what I would have tried to do. You would have been like, well, I think it's time we have to fight. I, yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would have done. But I also was operating under the assumption this guy's shit faced, which probably gives me an advantage. I knew I was wearing sneakers, which were the right footwear to be wearing in that situation. It's like a Jason Bourne moment where it's like pausing and it's like showing you're very quickly thinking about all the things. Yeah. Your surroundings. Yeah. I, I was thinking because I had You time. throw a ball at the scaffolding and it breaks and falls on his head or something. It's like <laughs> very James Bond moment, dude. I, I was sort of looking around and thinking, okay, w I have 30 yards before he's here where I need to, I need to take my coat off and uh, I need to make sure that I'm on the sidewalk and not in the street. And I was just preparing myself mentally for mm -hmm. the fact that I was about to be in a fight. And I was, and then I started thinking, okay, like, do you want this to go to the ground or not? Is his friend gonna jump in? Are there pa other pedestrians nearby that I can ask for help? And I was the all the while I was really hoping that a police officer was about to show up. Mm -hmm. uh, and fortunately, his wife or whatever, his girlfriend pulled him back. And the fact that she could pull him back made me realize that, like he was kind of a bitch in the like you know what I mean. He was just posturing. Mm. She was tiny and he was huge. Mm. He wasn't thick, but he was tall. He was mm -hmm. probably like six four. Damn. Um, and I don't know that that's just the what happened. 
Damn, dude. And I, I, I'm concerned, Julio, that there is a a beast that is dormant, getting a, a, a getting a, a handle on how to open its own cage. Your inner Mauna Loa, mm, yeah. ready to erupt, dude. Uh, people tell me I've heard things from people about like getting so angry that they like black out. I like cannot relate to that me at neither. all. Even when you were like fighting that guy, did you have that? Which like one? when you were twenty three or whatever? Uh no. That one I, I the second I've the never fight started, that. I was like, Oh, I wish this didn't happen. Hadn't and now I just wanted to stop. Yeah. But the, it's I mean someone put me in a headlock and then I there was it was I was fighting two people. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I do. I want to improve my gut health. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think potentially we have a Good suggestion for what you. What is it? Which you've already been doing. Yeah. I think you should continue to do it. I think you're absolutely uh, right. And that's taking Athletic Greens. Ah, uh, perfect. That's I mean, the right way to do it. I started taking Athletic Greens for that exact reason. Um, I am very happy with the habit that I have formed. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Contains one, less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, and it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Yeah. I find that when I take it in the morning, I am much more likely to have a healthy day, and that's the first thing that hits my stomach. It sets you on the right track. And you know what? I asked my wife recently, hey, what's your what's your favorite part of my body? And she said, your gut, <laughs> ever since you started taking Athletic Greens. Nice, dude. It's really changed things. Uh, gut, I'm making yeah. a lot more decisions based on my gut. Good gut. Got a good gut feeling that Athletic Greens is going to be the right way to improve your healthy lifestyle there we go dude there we go yes and francis to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops again that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance yeah there's something really frustrating about this like nightlife like these like creatures of the night thinking they can just do whatever they want. Like I witnessed something once that I wasn't part of, but like we were in the South of France. We're out at some like giant nightclub and we're sitting at these kids table and we were like elevated. It was like one of those like big places. Uh, the place is literally called Palais. Mm. Like massive. Yeah, I know inside. those places. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're like a- above the people who don't have tables, right? Ah, Not trying to sound cool, but like we're metaphorically out there. and literally. So, dude, this this guy uh, who we're with is like has a laser pointer and he's like pointing it at people mm. on their on their heads, like below. Wow! And this one guy notices and he's like, and the kids just like, Pfft. like when these kids are like teenagers, yeah, like they're yeah, not even yeah, old enough to be drinking. Shitty uh, South of France teenagers. Yeah, like, I know exactly who you're talking money, about. Parents' money, like shining shit on people. And the guy starts being like this. So when the guy starts doing this, this kid shakes up a bottle of champagne and sprays it in the guy's face. Oh, wow. Okay. The guy's like, he's like far enough down that like I, we can't hear him, but we see him. Like, oh, and I'm just kind of like watching in horror. The guy goes and gets one of the security guards and he points up at the table and he's like, Duh. and he's the guy, the security guard sees the kid who had done it. And he goes, that guy. And the guy goes, yeah. And then he grabbed the guy by the neck and ripped him out of the club and pointed up at the kid and like winked at him. 
Shut up, dude. <laughs> it was the most unjust thing I've ever seen. What? <laughs> that is a table minimum that few can afford. I think it was something we call it we call it the miracle in the south of France because the bill came and I wasn't paying like my You boy. were with this kid? No. So okay, my boy who I was in, who I was with was like, "Oh, I know these guys." And they're like, "You want to throw it down on our table?" And they're like, "Yeah." And we get the bill and we're like, "Oh my god, we're not going to be able to pay this it was like some it was a large sum of money yeah so he has this credit card that he's not supposed to use that has like a minimum on it that is much less than what we owe and he just gives the guy the card and somehow it works oh wow (laughs) the miracle on the the french riviera hang on i'm a little confused the guy who sprayed the champagne was not part of your table he was part of the table jesus christ you're hanging out with these kinds of folks so dude they already had the table i don't know this guy but they are like, would you want to get down on the table with us that we already have? And we're like, sure. Yeah. And we go. And then that happens. And we're like, okay. Yeah. How did you know that kid? The kid I was with knew the kid. He's like yeah, some that's... kid from London who also lives in New York. Like one of these kind of kids. Oh, man. Those kids are bad kids. He's a dude. bad kid. I don't dude. like those kids. He's a bad kid. Any kid that can get a bouncer to do that is, uh, is, uh, is a douche. Bad kid. He's a dick. Uh, but it reminds me of this story where yeah. like this guy taught lobs the beer bottle, no repercussions. You have a problem with it and he has a problem with you having a problem with it. Yeah, exactly. How is that fair? And then he just walks into the club and is fine and never has to think about it. The again. only peace of mind that I can find, and it's not really peace of mind, is that somehow the world is going to sort him out. And that is 100% correct. You think? Yes. You think he's going to get what's coming to him? Uh, you can't continue to act like that and get away with it. And that is what I would say to my children someday, to be like, I, it truly is not worth it. You are not being a bitch by, by avoiding that conflict. You have too much to lose. You are avoiding. You are a, you are a step above this primate human. <laughs> yeah. Who has? Right, right. You don't do that. You are you are functioning in a way that separates you from the rest of the food chain, which is what puts us at the top of it. Our well, brains, that's, that's, our our state of consciousness. I like that. You behave properly. It is never worth it. You know, I had I drove home, and as I was driving across the Manhattan Bridge, I I had brought with me in the car on the way to the stand to do my shows. I had brought a salad. I was eating a salad in the car. I was in such a rush. I've been in such a rush lately that I've been bringing stuff into the car to eat my dinners. And I had brought a salad. And it wasn't even a good salad. It was a salad kit. Francis rushing to eat salad is a thing we've all experienced in this room. And it's really funny. It's like he's trying to crush it as hard as he can. He just kind of looks like a horse. Yeah. He's like... Yeah, it's Just hard like to eat a, eating a as salad fast. As fast. Yeah, it's this hard. giant salad. Yeah, I have a big salad. I'm trying to eat it fast, but I had I had finished the salad, but there were some remnants of the salad in the bowl. And by the way, it wasn't even a salad bowl that I had it in. It was a mixing bowl. That's how fast it was. A <laughs> silver, a chrome silver mixing bowl that I had brought this salad in that had some pieces left in it and the dirty wet fork. And as I was driving across the Manhattan Bridge, I was envisioning how I could have fought this guy. I was playing the tape in my yeah, mind. Of course. And I just had this vision of grabbing this wet salad fork and going up to him and having it sort of hidden in my hand <laughs> no. and being like, did you throw that bottle in my car? And him be like, for some reason, I pictured him having a tough London accent. Yeah, what of it, bruv? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What are you? What are you going to do? Like what are you going to do? Like the soccer guy here. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I'm me being like, listen, I don't want any trouble. Yeah. And just hitting him with the salad fork. And then him being like, is that balsamic vinaigrette? And watching his kidneys fester, internal bleeding as a result of a crouton ending up in a fucking organ. What a pathetic way to die. Something very poetic about being killed with a salad fork. And that was what made me kind of get over it, was picturing murdering this guy with a salad fork. That's good, man. You know, just hitting him right in the in the kidney or the liver, right in the side of the gut. Hard not to replay what you could have said or done, but you... You didn't get injured or yeah. complicate your life. Am I? Let me ask you this. Legally, and maybe you don't know, if if I take that salad at fork with me out of the car to defend myself and he's coming at me and I stab him with it, am I in trouble? Is that is that on me? I think you have to like prove that you were defending yourself and you could be fine. But well, I think he you threw, By pr- him throwing the bottle. I know, but still, like the throwing the bottle isn't... Like you then fighting him, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I think you still potentially could be on the hook if you just like go up to him and rock him. You know what I should have done? This is so crazy. A very good friend of mine was gifted for uh, for Christmas by by a work gift a bottle of bear mace. Oh God, like bear spray. I mean, it's yeah. This is you can hit a bear from thirty yards. Which, ironically, was exactly the distance <laughs> that I needed. And I told my friends this story uh, via text. And then my buddy, because I... Does it shoot it like a flare? Yeah, it's, it's, it <laughs> shoots it. Not like a flare, but a stream. I mean, I think it's truly a... It's like a super soaker? Yeah, yeah. Remember the voice activated one? Fire! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. And also, my sister and I, when we were ever in a hotel with our family, and we would see that ad come on, we'd go, kids commercial, this is something we want to watch. Because <laughs> we'd be looking for cartoons. Oh, that's funny. And oh, that's smart. You knew that the only... Because you didn't know what channel that's was clever. what that's in the hotel. You'd just be flicking up 13, 14... Yeah. And it'd be like news, sports, and then all of a sudden you'd see the Super Soaker commercial, and you'd be like, "Kids commercial, yep. we want this." This is Nickelodeon. Um, but yeah, I think I think, boy oh boy, imagine how quickly you could ruin that guy's big club night yeah. by hitting him oh. with bear mace at oh. twenty yards. That would be great. That's what I need. Again, bro, you know, maybe... It's illegal, by the way, to have bear mace in New York City. But you know what's even more illegal is throwing a bottle at someone's car in traffic. Yeah. I think the cops are with me on that Stabbing someone in the neck with a fork, I think, takes the cake, though. Yeah, (laughs) that is the rock to the scissors of bear mace. I think I'm going to get some bear mace, though. I think I'm going to do that. I hope I see that guy again. I don't support this. You don't support it? No. <laughs> why, why not? You don't need uh, this, all these illegal weapons, dude. But bear mace, is def- it's defensive. But you're not allowed to use it. Well, unless, unless provoked. Not in New York, apparently. I think that like doing illegal shit like, makes things not... You know what I mean? You then are in trouble for that. But don't you think that if, um, if a court of law... No, it's the court of law. They, they don't reason. They, it's like, this is the law. Even though it's it's all right. Well, let's put it this way: I could take a rap. I could take 
You'd be down to take a Plaxico to fucking serve this guy. I could take. Justice? I could take a, 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 a whatever it's going to be. It's probably. I bet you I could plead that down to a misdemeanor. That that someone threw a bottle at my car as I was go, driving bro. the is speed it limit it? through traffic. This is the, my I point. got out of my car to check the the damage, and then he uh he c- came at me, and so I pulled out my bottle of bear mace that I'm not supposed to have. And now, but you're you're alluding to the fact that you're in court six months later. It's not worth it, dude. It's just not worth it to have to go to court at all. I'd rather let a guy throw a bottle at my car. All right, well then, then to never and and never have to go to court than to then to show him and have to go to court. Riddle me this: What if he throws the bottle and it hits my windshield and cracks my windshield? Then it's a different story. Now he owes you. Now he you want him to pay for the windshield. Now he owes me his vision. No, now which he, I'm going to ruin with bear mace. Again, it's not early cataracts. Whoops, should have thought better of throwing a fucking bottle. Agreed. If there's like lasting damage, then there's now lasting damage. So you having to put yourself in like to get him to have to pay requires more things to happen. Right. In which case it's worth it. If you're fine, if nothing happened to the car, I say you lose by doing anything else. Yeah. Potentially. Jeez Louise. All right. Good episode. Hope you guys had a lovely holiday. Uh, (laughs) Is that the end of the show? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Did we really talk about that shit the whole time? I'm sorry. No, no, it was good. Ryan, what's up? What do you got for us? Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Hold on one second. Bottles flying. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> okay, we got quite a bit today because we went on all we went all over the place. Yeah. Um, let's start with the Whipping Boy. Uh, the Whipping Boy won the Newberry Medal in 1986. That's a for, big deal. And that's an award given to the most distinguishable contribution to American literature for children. Wow. Yeah. Um, Curious George is 17 years older than Paddington. <laughs> Uh, the original Curious George book came out in 41, Paddington, 1958. Wow. Um, blacking out when angry is considered intermittent explosive disorder, which involves repeated <laughs> sudden episodes of impulsive, aggressive, violent behavior, or angry verbal outbursts in which you react grossly out of proportion to the situation. You fucking mother shitter. <laughs> um... Salad, uh, Guinness Book of World Records, the world's, uh, <laughs> the world record for the fastest head of lettuce eaten is ninety-one seconds. Oh, what? <laughs> what? How, that's so silly. Heads of lettuce are all different sizes. I was thinking that too. There must be a ba- a minimum size. There, is there a standard size? I'm sure there is. There's not a lot of salad records, so <laughs> that might be a fun challenge for you. Uh, yeah, but but but. <laughs> But wait that a minute! Be a fun Doesn't ninety-one seconds strike you as long? Yeah, but maybe it's one of those things like the cinnamon in the mouth thing, or like where it does—it's yeah. like uh, counterintuitive. Interesting. Here, okay. I'll show you the size. And also, bro, think about like the rind. Think about like the. Oh, they're eating. Yeah, they're eating the whole thing. Uh, so like this, but full. Is this, this the guy? Uh, I think this is a guy attempting. He's just not. Does he just doesn't look like tough competition? That I'm guy sorry. looks doesn't look that so doesn't look shitty. that tough. That guy yeah. looks like it'd he's be, searching for things to set records for. It'd be fun for Oops to have a Guinness Book World Record. <laughs> that could be I'm fun. sure we could find one. Uh-huh. Um, and then Bear Mace, on average, shoots 5 to 10 feet. Mm. And then in New York City, self-defense spray, a uh, couple of laws. They Each canister needs to be able to fit in your pocket. Okay. And Ooh. you can only buy two at a time. Okay. And also, they must have a self-defense label on them. 
So it might be tough to carry around bear mace. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's time to buy some pants with some bigger pockets. <laughs> really what it is. Times like, sounds like it's time for me to get some cargo pants. We got to get Francis out of 2022 uh, unscathed. Got only a few days left. Yeah, damn. Um, hit us up, guys. It's been a good year. Happy uh, holidays. We've enjoyed it. Happy holidays. Can we find you on the road anytime soon? Yeah, notjulio.com. I got a bunch of dates coming up. Most, uh, uh, the, the soonest one is going to be in St. Petersburg, Florida, January 20th, Coastal Creative. Looking forward to seeing you there. That's great. Uh, all my dates for my Hero We Need tour. <laughs> what a, uh, the name is just earning itself even more. Uh, we need a hero in these tough times, and you should come out and see me and be a hero as well. Um, I will be in Philly. I think that might be sold out. Two shows. We added a second show. First one sold out, but that one might be sold out too. Uh, then I'm in Atlanta. That's about to sell out. Nashville's about to sell out. And then uh, I'm in Minneapolis and Austin and Dallas and Chicago. Come out. FrancisEllis.com for tickets. Thank you.